From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, November 17th. I'm Sarah Reith. The Fort Bragg City Council voted this week to carry out six recommendations by a Citizens Commission that was convened in 2020 to find out if changing the city's name was supported by its residents. Fort Bragg was named for Braxton Bragg, a Confederate general who never set foot in the town but was highly respected by a soldier who served with him in the U.S.-Mexican War. Bragg also took part in the Second Seminole War against the indigenous people in what is now the state of Florida. In the summer of 2020, as the country entered a racial reckoning in the wake of George Floyd's murder, the Fort Bragg City Council considered a ballot measure asking residents if they wanted to change the city's name. The question led to an in-person city council meeting in the midst of the pandemic, where members of the public spoke for hours on a wide variety of opinions regarding the history of the city and the nation, and which aspects of it deserve what kind of emphasis. The council convened a Citizens Commission to research the question and the deeper systemic issue of racism. The commission met for more than 60 hours over the course of a year and a half. Earlier this year, it came back to the city council with six recommendations, not including a name change. The most complicated of those was to craft a Memorandum of Understanding, or MOU, between the council, the school district, and local tribes to present a more complete and inclusive history of the local area, according to a staff memo attached to this week's agenda. City Manager Peggy Ducey said she expected the negotiations around crafting the MOU would form the backbone of the city's approach to the rest of the recommendations. I couldn't go into those meetings and, and sit and, and tell the tribal groups what's important to them and what's not important. But but I think as we begin to look at this type of MOU, what we, we're needing something that's meaningful, not something that simply has words of we're going to get along and, you know, play together nicely. An ad hoc committee, including two city council members, will get to work on the MOU in January. With 10 candidates on the ballot for the council and only two incumbents running, the makeup of the council will change drastically in the new year. Two more recommendations were creating a cultural center and appointing a local history working group to educate the community and its visitors about the role of indigenous people in the area. Mary Rose Katarowski, a candidate for city council, spoke about her hopes for the cultural center. I hope that the city recognizes that this should not just be us um, Europeans who have ideas, but the native tribes be telling their own story without our interference. Because some of the archives that I've seen by um, cultural institutions are not accurate and also um, have racist tones. Councilmember Marsha Raffinan asked Crystal Munoz, a city administrative analyst, to specify which tribes would be involved in making decisions and alluded to the complexity of the task ahead. It says tribes, local tribes. Can you define that a little more, please? Yeah, Sherwood Band of Pomo um, have been in, um, the city has been having regular meetings around the blue economy, so I think that's where we would start and then invite any other tribes that would be interested in. Okay. And that could get messy too, just saying. Okay. Because I know the Pinoyville um, Rancheria, they have the white field old property up there and they have their gatherings and stuff up there. Munoz expects some of the recommendations will tie in with one another. She outlined a scenario where the educational initiatives, including an outdoor public event, 
could lead to funding opportunities as state priorities begin to lean more favorably toward Native Americans, particularly AB 1703, the California Indian Education Act, which encourages local Indian education task forces. So the parallel plan number two will be to uh, create the creation of a local working history group. This local working history group will coordinate with the historical society to develop these activities, to create a meeting space, and to seek grant funding uh, for historical plaques, trails, and other informational materials. The second part of that would be to organize the North Coast Day. Um, this could be done with the Visit Fort Bragg to de develop an inclusive and diverse community event on the Coastal Trail. This will be a kickoff for the fundraiser for a potential cultural center, and then also to seek grants to fund the cultural center. A recommendation to create a policy that would prioritize returning lands to local coastal tribes does not seem to be fully fleshed out yet, according to Vice Mayor Jessica morsell Hay. It would basically be policy that would cause city staff, whatever the project is, to stop and look and see if there's opportunity to, to shift some of the property or to, to give some land back to um, local tribes. In the conversations, we didn't discuss funding for for direct acquisition to then pass over. It was more about adding it to the thinking, so that so that it would just be intrinsic within city logic. That you know, looking for those opportunities. But I'm I'm only I was I was the chair, not one of the decision makers. That but that was my take. Councilmember Tess Albin Smith alluded to the commission's year and a half of meetings as she voiced her concern. I'm still troubled by the lack of milestones. So um, I'm the kind of person, if you have an MOU, you have certain milestones you hope to uh, to have done. Um, otherwise, I think just flounders. You know, it's just a group getting together to talk about stuff. The council voted unanimously to get started on the recommendations, put out a notice that it's forming a historical committee in addition to the ad hoc committee, and make the first order of the new mayor to appoint the new committees in the new year. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.